Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Bye. Oh no, wait, not bye. (laughs) Keep listening. Thank you. Welcome to Dab Chat 43. Just going to adjust the volume for a second. So exciting to be putting my thoughts out there again as an Australian with an outsider's perspective on the impeachment hearings and on Trump brand fascism as we see a surge of of fascist style nationalism escalate all around the world. Does it feel, does it feel almost like a compliment? Oh, look how interested outsiders are in American politics. Of course, I always have lots of trolls tell me your voice is irrelevant, but then there are other Americans who do understand that they are in a predicament, a fairly novel and unprecedented predicament and the contribution of outsiders is still welcomed by many. So if you're tuning in, I thank you for your time and attention. Now today, I just briefly want to discuss some impeachment details, such as my belief that Gordon Sondland is still lying and in fact took a Trumpian approach of uh, confidence laundering, i.e. I'm going to talk a little bit more or admit a little bit more about some of the crimes we were involved in and claim to have not perceived there was anything wrong with that, thereby laundering in the public the perception that everything's okay because somebody in a position of power thinks it's fine. And Republicans, complicit Republicans, are participating in that as well. And we're all holding our fingers crossed tightly, watching to see if the polls start to show a surge in support for uh, impeachment and removal. They've already showed showed a surge to get to 51% in the first place. Uh, But some indications might be that impeachment is falling in popularity, which is sad because Republicans really need that motivation to get them to act in a way that defends democracy. And defending democracy is more than, oh, I want my party to win over the other party. It's more than an adversarial political game. This current era is about defending America from Donald Trump cheating in an election, giving himself an unfair advantage to win by using the might and majesty of American governance, the, the power of the purse, which is actually congressionally mandated, sorry, constitutionally mandated to belong to the legislative branch, i.e. Congress, appointing it to himself, giving himself control over $4 million worth of military aid and using that aid as a bargaining chip to help him further break American laws. So Donald Trump extorted Ukraine, the president of Ukraine, to acquire his help in helping him break further laws, i.e. campaign finance law, in which you are not allowed to seek or accept help from a foreign national in relation to your election campaign. And Donald Trump can pretend all he likes that he's so interested in corruption. But the truth is that he cut billions of dollars from anti-corruption programs. The truth is that he didn't stick to the talking points that uh, diplomatic officials had prepared for him in his conversations with the Ukrainian president. Instead, he asked for help investigating his lead political rival, Joe Biden. And when I say investigate, I should stop myself and say he was trying to extract a promise for Zelensky to go to a microphone and announce an investigation. So the announcement was going to be the political gold for Trump. He was going to use that announcement and riff off it at all of his rallies, and he probably still will. Uh, 
Now, he'll have to say that Lindsey Graham started the investigation, but that's still valuable to him. Uh, just slightly less valuable than it would have been for him to be able to pretend that Ukraine organically started uh, their own investigation just on the strength of the evidence whilst concealing the true impetus for any such investigation the impetus being sustained and uh, very manipulative pressure from Giuliani from Rick Perry from Kurt Volker from Gordon Sondland saying communicating to them that it is the will of the president that you not receive this duly appointed bipartisanly appointed aid to your country that you need because you're in a time of war and your people are dying at the hands of Russian military forces under the leadership of Vladimir Putin who wants to acquire your country and that aid is on the line that and more than the aid the symbolic support from the US saying don't worry Ukraine Russia's not going to mess with you because the US has your back Donald Trump took that off the table and Sondland still testified to that effect because he was so caught uh, that he couldn't help but deny it, that he told another diplomat that Donald Trump doesn't give a bleep about Ukraine. He only cares about big stuff like investigating investigations into the Bidens. And every time we say investigations now, we need an acronym to substitute so that we know we mean an announcement of an investigation into the Bidens because Donald Trump in his uh, mob deal, his mob drug deal, only needed the appearance of an investigation. He only needed a talking point for his campaign rallies. Didn't really need an investigation. An investigation would probably be counter to his interests because an investigation might very well say, sure, Burisma's uh, been corrupt for decades, but Hunter Biden took the appointment in good faith and he's a lawyer. He brought something to the table. We found a bit of nepotism, nothing more than that no breaking of any criminal statute, uh, nothing. And of course, Donald Trump's children are appointed to the White House in nepotistic positions. Uh, Donald Trump's children are nepotistically exploiting Trump's name to get permission. Uh, what's Ivanka got? Ivanka's got a copyright patent to build, to manufacture electronic voting machines in China, which is extremely dodgy and we should talk about it more because if Ivanka Trump is building voting machines and then bringing them back to America to sell to American states so that people can vote for her daddy on voting machines that she built with her legendary commitment to truth and honesty. And by that, I mean, she's a criminal who escaped prosecution once for defrauding customers, potential customers who were looking at buying Soho apartments. And she and her brother, Donald Trump Jr., told these customers that they were nearly sold out of the apartments, that they were going quick in order to manipulate the customers into quickly making a purchase. And it wasn't true, they lied about the numbers of apartments they'd already sold. This was nearly prosecuted by the Manhattan DA who ultimately decided to drop the prosecution. We don't know why, but we do know that white collar crime is clearly massively under prosecuted and under indicted uh, and meets with a ridiculously low amount of consequences at this current point in history in the US. Why have we held the US up as a, the US up as a lodestar of democracy? 
it was still better than lots of other countries around the world. Humans clearly have a lot of difficulty in finding and maintaining a stable system of governance that minimizes corruption and facilitates social mobility and uh, equality. Social mobility is that idea that you can get places. You need not be stuck in your lot, as it were. If you have tenacity, perseverance, and a bit of access to educational opportunities, and some access to good early learning experiences that help you at a time of critical neural formation. So that's why a lot of the Dems stress early learning education as something for the government to facilitate, because it really does give citizens the best start in life at their, in their most formative period. All right, I, I'm gonna go, but I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. I'll just finish it up with how important it is to acknowledge that racism is putting democracy in jeopardy. It already has put democracy in jeopardy. Putin was able to exploit uh, people's fundamental misunderstanding of racism. Their perception that racism is maybe just uh, militant, aggressive racism. So when you lynch someone or you enslave them, that's racism. Racism is when you deny the humanity of someone, you deny people from that background uh, opportunities and chances to succeed, and you're overly punitive to them because every time they act up, you respond to them with a greater degree of violence because how dare they step out of the place that you have assigned them in your mental hierarchy of the races. And you may not be aware that you've done this, but if you have white people here and you attribute negative qualities all the time to black people collectively speaking, then you are helping perpetuate the, the departure from reality that so many Fox viewers are experiencing that has allowed them to depart from reality in other ways as well. They're perfectly happy to lap up spin propaganda campaigns and misinformation because their foothold on reality or their grasp of reality has already been rendered unstable by their acceptance of a fundamental untruth that people of a different skin color are superior or inferior to others of a different skin color. When you accept that basic untruth, you go Nazi, you go Aryan people are superior, you do all types of increasingly ridiculous violent and aggressive things in order to prove your reality is true. Human beings will do so much to prove that their ideas are right. That's something we have to, that's a human tendency that we have to come to grips with, acknowledge, talk about, and try to mitigate the, the worst parts of it or the worst expressions of it in order to save our collective futures as well as our collective presence. Thank you for listening.